Welcome to the ISA's Other Views podcast, a series bringing you conversations with researchers and tree care experts about current issues in arboriculture. I'm Mark Hartley, your host, and on this episode of Arbor Views, we have Dan Birchin. Dan works as an arboricultural research uh, person at the Centre for Urban Greenery and Ecology in the National Parks Board at Singapore, a whole country away again. Welcome, Dan. Uh, thanks for having me. It's a real honour to be able to, to talk to you and, and share some of my experiences with uh, everyone in ISA. So tell me, what are you doing in Singapore? Um, I'm doing a, a applied research, conducting applied research projects uh, for the, the government, basically, the, the agency that oversees all the, the public vegetation within um, Singapore. We're conducting several um, research projects. Uh, some of my colleagues are looking at the um, efficacy of structural soils and silver cells. Um, I myself am looking at um, mainly tree health management issues, diagnosing uh, decay and uh, looking at uh, potentially treating and preventing decay with uh, trichoderma strains. Um, but we're also conducting some research evaluating uh, the kind of range of urban soil quality characteristics in the urban environment and uh, its relationship to, to plant performance or tree growth as well. So a range of topics, actually. Okay, great. So looking at urban soils then, um, what stresses, um, what factors of urban soils most impact on the trees in Singapore? Well, we've um, just started uh, receiving all of our data that we've collected um, and attempting to kind of analyze it to figure out what are the drivers of urban soil quality in terms of um, what properties really enhance uh, above ground tree growth and, and what properties kind of more prominently inhibit or, or are detrimental to, to tree growth. Um, you know, we're looking at things like uh, bulk density, which is a, a measurement or a metric of, of compaction. Uh, we're looking at nutrients uh, available in the soil, so a, a range of uh, physical characteristics, uh, soil texture, uh, bulk density, um, and, and then uh, for chemical uh, factors, you know, we're looking at pH and um, electroconductivity um, parameters that kind of govern uh, nutrient availability. And we're also looking at uh, microbiological activity, uh, microbial associations in the soil, the, the range of microbial activity uh, would also govern um, the, the chemical reactions and uh, the health of the, the rhizosphere of the root system underground. So uh, once we have a complete data set, we'll be able to kind of pick that apart and be able to um, ascertain which uh, components, in, particularly in a, in a tropical setting, are, are most important for uh, healthy plants. Uh, right now it's perhaps uh, too difficult to say what is most important or what is uh, least important. Um, you know, in, in, in the, the presentation I, I gave here, we had a quick look at uh, the relationship between tree growth and um, bulk density, which is, as I said, a, a measurement of compaction. And uh, on a species-specific basis, we saw some species um, were highly tolerant of uh, a range of uh, levels of compaction or a range of bulk densities. And we found uh, one species in particular was um, more or less intolerant. So I, I think that's kind of the the, uh, the the results that we would expect to find that you know some species because of their adaptability or because of their tolerance or because of their broad genetic base perhaps they're um, more able to tolerate the range of um, soil conditions that we find in, in urban streets and others because maybe they're they, they are naturally found in smaller ecological niches. They're a bit more temperamental as a, as a plant. Uh, perhaps the, they need to be cared uh, for a little bit more carefully and perhaps sighted um, when, when planting um, a little bit more in, in a targeted manner so that we're sure that we're, we're putting them into soils that they can, they can kind of tolerate. 
So Singapore is a fairly small country compared with, say, the US or Australia or even England. Mm, um, so you've not got a large geographic area. You're finding a fairly large divergence of, of uh, data set for your uh, soils? Absolutely. We're finding a lot of variability in some of these soil uh, quality characteristics. And I think that's fairly typical um, or expected, especially for urban environments. Um, these soils were not formed as a result of natural processes. They were not formed... Uh, from the, the natural weathering of parent material, for example. They're really a product of anthropogenic activity. They're a product of construction and development and, uh, you know, roadway and building development and all of these things. Uh, so the, the sources for backfill during construction and the sources for uh, topsoil during construction are widely varied. And um, spatially, we perhaps not really expect any meaningful trends um, in terms of, um, you know, different areas kind of having a... A meaningful gradient of, of soil quality characteristics, we would really expect it to be completely variable and, and, and in many ways probably very random. Um, and perhaps there are some underlying um, relationships that we can tease out in terms of land use classifications, for example. We would expect industrial areas or areas with more um, heavy vehicle traffic to perhaps have a different soil uh, profile than uh, residential areas or kind of light, light commercial areas, things like that. So as you gain this data set and as you start to tease it apart and look information, how do you intend to use it in, in terms of the, the job that you, you fulfill? We really want to just understand the range of, of soil conditions that um, you know, Singapore kind of uh, inherently contains. We want to just understand first and foremost what we're dealing with. What soil textures are we dealing with? What kind of levels of compactions could we expect? Uh, will that change based on the neighborhood that we're working in? Uh, you know, uh, one thing that we can take a look at is uh, nutrient availability, um, you know, or pH levels prohibited for nutrient uptake in certain areas. And as a result of this, perhaps we can then target um, management-related research projects or management strategies to mitigate some of these problems. If compaction really is an issue in certain areas or with certain species, then we can uh, perhaps look at the effectiveness of radial trenching in mitigating uh, in mitigating soil compaction or um, you know, uh, using the, the, the drill auger to uh, vertical mulching, I guess, to kind of mitigate some of these problems. Um, you know, we can look at fertilization strategies with inorganic and organic uh, fertilizers to, to uh, mitigate the, the nutrient problems and, and things like that. That's, that's probably where we're headed. And, and Singapore's a very ordered city. I mean, one of the, the experiences I first noticed is you've got one of the most amazing freeways with almost a complete canopy cover over the top of it. Mm. So there's, there's a high expectation for you to have some degree of uniformity in, mm. in what you're doing. So um, will this, you think, uh, improve that, that situation? I think overall, yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of mindful that we have a very, a very valuable resource in terms of street trees in Singapore because um, a lot of resources have gone into developing the urban canopy and uh, we need to continually kind of... Um, evaluate our management strategies to ensure that we're always giving our trees the best and managing them according to uh, best practices, particularly for this unique tropical urban um, environment in which we, we're working and living. Um, and yeah, so I think that uh, some of these uh, projects can help us kind of move towards that. And how are you evaluating that relationship between your, your assessment of the soils and tree growth. How can a, another arborist do that? How do we replicate that? I think practically, perhaps, um, you know, pr practicing arborists would not um, 
conduct a study on a similar scale or size or uh, on a similar level of intensity that, that we've conducted. We simply, um, you know, we've got the, the resources required to, to conduct this with a lot of samples and a lot of measurements, and uh, it requires a lot of manpower and a lot of resources to, to do this. But, um, you know, practically, I think there are a couple of instances when someone in a, in a, in a, in a municipal or a practicing arborist setting would encounter situations where this similar approach might be useful that you know during planting time or perhaps even during uh, you know disease diagnosis um, instances if you uh, you know are interested in, in, in planting a particular area it's important important just to begin by characterizing the, the soil conditions and you don't need to take um, you know a sophisticated sampling strategy and and take soil samples to the laboratory to uh, characterize their conditions there are lots of uh, very practical uh, field techniques that can help you understand what soil you're, you're dealing with and uh, based on those tests, uh, properly select species that can tolerate these conditions, like the, the feel by texture um, you know, analysis uh, method for characterizing soil texture. You simply pick it up in your hand and, and feel for the relative amount of sand and silt and clay. You can form shapes with it and kind of evaluate how fast it breaks apart, which also gives you an indication of uh, the, 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 the textural classification. You know, you can test infiltration by digging holes and filling it up with water and, and kind of uh, monitoring the, the rate of drainage in these holes. Uh, there are a whole range of really practical and very simple techniques for um, you know, measuring soil characteristics that I think are very valuable and also very important for arborists to consider when they're planting and perhaps also when they're diagnosing um, health problems. You can kind of then assess, well, you know, if you've got extreme values in some of these uh, some of these properties, perhaps that's something you could consider uh, managing or mitigating. You know, if, you're, if you're interested in soil compaction, there's always using uh, the potential to use a penetrometer to you know, insert something that measures penetration resistance into the ground and, and evaluate compaction in, in such a way. And I guess even in the absence of a penetrometer, just a simple screwdriver or something. That's right, yeah, you a, a steel probe or a, yeah. a piece of rebar or something like that. You really don't need to get complicated or too sophisticated um, in these measurements. I think it's always best just to keep it simple. And some of these um, simple techniques are really, really the best. Um, well, I guess as arborists, we're dealing with urban trees, and as you say, a lot of the soils in the urban environment have been altered. So uh, yeah. these are things that we need to be looking at more, Dan. Absolutely. I appreciate the time All right. coming in. Thanks. Thanks again for having me.